Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hey, what's going on? It's the Man Fuse Podcast. Kay Lee here, your host, Ben H., my co-host. So today on the Man Fuse Podcast, we discuss that now officially that the pandemic is over. At least that's what the World Health Organization says. Have you given a lot of thought statistically how it has changed life in the United States and across the globe? Well, I don't have stats for all over the world, but I do have some numbers for the U.S. Okay, so... The WHO organization, World Health Organization, has officially declared the end to the pandemic emergency and the reshaping of American life is among the lingering side effects. And I thought, I was like, okay, well, yeah, I mean, we all know that the pandemic is over. There's some interesting facts and pieces of information that how our lives have now changed post-pandemic okay um where we live has changed yes flexibility of remote work has allowed many people to get the fuck out of dodge um coastal urban areas have been fleed and people have been settling in more affordable rural and central parts of the u.s suburbs and smaller cities um are claiming most of that growth the job market has shifted some industries, such as leisure, hospitality, healthcare, are pulling ahead. Retail manufacturing, they're cooling. Americans are still working from home a lot. Offices are only about half as full as before the pandemic. There's a bad problem in commercial real estate right now. Absolutely. Big time. Some pandemic health habits are sticking. People continue to spend more on home, personal, and recreational goods Sporting equipment, audiovisual gear, musical instruments, all that shit. That makes Still sense. running strong. Um, Americans are grabbing more meals from fast food restaurants and other quick service spots. Really? Fewer people are having dinner in restaurants. Wow. Which sucks for the restaurant and bar industry. Yeah, it really does. Um, while nearly 90% of Americans shop for some groceries in the store, the lion's share is online. Online shopping continues to grow. Mm. People entertain themselves at home as more. Popularity, streaming services, finding a new huge, you know, with surges during the pandemic. Every network has their own streaming app, it seems like. It's true. How $9.99 a month adds up. It's unbelievable. Well, before you know it, you got $9.99, Yeah, there was $13.99. There was one point, dude, uh, within the last year where I think something was hitting my card every single day. 
felt like every day something was bing, bing. It's insane. Schools have changed. Test scores have declined after children have struggled with remote learning, which makes complete sense. It does. Americans are not visiting the doctor as frequently as before the pandemic. Right. But people make more remote telehealth appointments, the majority for behavioral health. Overall, Americans say they are less happy, some much less so than Mm. before the pandemic. Mm. It's interesting, though. If this was something that was set out to test our willingness to, you know, tuck our wiener between our legs and, and do what the narrative says, right? Well, dude, when the when the pandemic hit, it, it, we were rocking. I mean, this country was on fire like it had never been. The economy was just on fire. Everything was just rocking big time. And it was not slowing down. It was picking up. It was like just getting started. And then this thing hit. And here we are now, four years later, and it's a different world than it was when that shoe dropped. When that whole thing happened and it was like, wait, what do we got to do? You got, we got to stay home. And remember it was like, what was it? 14 days to, to kill the curve or something like that. Kill the curve. Yeah. And I remember dude that, um, you know, all of a sudden real estate still remained a necessary business or whatever. So that was cool. Right. You know, the market right now is pretty tough. The market lit up but during right now, COVID. Lit up. It was wild. But right now. Right now is a brutal market. You said it's one of the hardest ones you've worked in yet, right? Two, three times the work to get the same result. But you can still get the result, but you just got to do, you got to be willing to do the work. The great separator, you know? Separator is action. That's what's going to get you the fucking result. I mean. That's what I'm saying. The great separator is not necessarily smarts. It's action. It's not even strength. Someone with very little strength or courage can just take action with blind faith and beat someone who's got all the skill but won't take action. It's the endurance, right? It's just taking action regardless. You know, I mean, endurance is fine, but endurance comes from taking action too. That is the genesis of it all, of anything you want. If you just take action in the direction of whatever it is that you're looking to do or obtain or achieve it's going to happen there's nothing that can stop it if you just keep taking action until you stop taking action and then it's over and that's obvious i mean everybody knows that but it's something that we don't practice in our everyday lives i was talking to a friend of mine and client earlier who owns a big medical practice they were telling me about how they you know had employees that just weren't performing, that they were letting go and they were doing a rehiring and a reshuffling and just frustrating and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, it's interesting because an employee is willing to give their time, whereas an entrepreneur is willing to give their life. But it's actually the same thing because your time is your life. It's just a different way of looking at it. It's just a different perception. You're going to take the same eight hours and sit there And answer the phone or something. You know what I'm saying? Right. And book appointments for, I don't know, whatever, 15, 20 bucks an hour, whatever it is, right? Right. You could have, you could spend the same time with the same telephone doing outbound calling 
for whatever it is that you want to do, whatever it is that you're passionate about, right? and create your own reality. It's the same amount of time. It's just a different perspective. There's nothing wrong with being an entrepreneur. You know, it's actually a great thing to do. And I feel like, you know, having, you know, it's okay if you work for someone. I work for someone. Yeah. I mean, you know, but being an entrepreneur, yeah, having something that can't be taken away from you at the drop of a hat. It's all a false sense of security. There is no such thing as security. There's no such thing as security in life. You can only try to protect yourself and make decisions that, that provide you a level of security. But at the end of the day, there's nothing that can ultimately protect you from, I mean, anything. You could wear a bulletproof vest. It might protect you from a bullet, but it's not going to protect you from a tree falling on you. You just don't know. In business and in your work life, having another stream of income, something that it doesn't have to be yours, but more yours than the job that you're borrowing at the moment provides you a level of financial security. Yeah, exactly. It's funny because I, I see it. I see it in myself. And I see it all over the place where you just have a desire to win at all costs. How is that different than just showing up for a job every day? It seems like a completely different life to me, man. I don't have a typical nine to five job. So what I do and where I get to work is very unique. You have an awesome freaking setup. You're a rock star. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like, I'm talking about just giving up, just giving up and just being like, well, but I mean, some people don't look at it like they're giving up. I mean, you know, they're doing sometimes what they have to do. Right. Yeah. And you know, they're being in a place, maybe it's not their ultimate dream. Right. But then it's so easy to fall into that rut right? and time fly the fuck by and you still haven't made any other gains to set yourself up with another level of financial security. Exactly. Right? I I ran across George Carlin, um, comedian. His understanding of the English language and his use of the English language in his comedy specials and his writing always just blew me away. Yeah. And I and I ran across this um this snippet of audio the other day. This was probably in the early 2000s. I don't remember when he died, late 90s, whatever, but it of course it applies today. Reason education sucks and it's the same reason that it will never ever ever be fixed. It's never going to get any better. Don't look for it. Be happy with what you got. Because the owners of this country don't want that. I'm talking about the real owners now. The real owners, the big wealthy business interests that control things and make all the important decisions. Forget the politicians. The politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They got the judges in their back pockets. And they own all the big media companies, so they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They got you by the balls. They, they spend billions of dollars every year lobbying, lobbying to get what they want. 
Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interest. That's right. I mean, I could play that entire special where that clip came out of and, and just sit here and just be like, it hits today like it hit when he spoke about it. Nothing has changed. Nothing. It's interesting, man. I was talking to one of my mentors and he was telling me that it's always been this way. He was saying that he was like, there's always been this dichotomy. There's been this dichotomy between a class of people that wants complete authoritarian communist style control. Right. And a group of people who want autonomy and sovereignty and freedom. Right. He said, as far as you look back in history, there have been these two opposing forces. And so what we're experiencing is really nothing new. Right. It's it's a rerun. It's it's just part of who we are right. as people. Right. It's, it's part a, of society. Right. And you can see throughout the world where, you know, the authoritarians have one control in many aspects. And, you know, um, when you look at what the World Economic Forum is talking about with Reset 2030 and the types of things that are happening in super liberal states like California right now. They're banning diesel trucks and they're banning gasoline cars and they're... Well, how are they going to get supplies and goods and, and product? In New York, in all new buildings, they have banned gas stoves. You have to have electric. And their electrical grid is already overloaded. So see, this whole idea of electric doesn't make sense because electricity comes from nuclear or coal burning facilities. Mm -hmm. They say it could come from wind and solar, but wind's incredibly, you know, inefficient. Solar well, is great, but, you know, but I mean, even the windmills. Well, not only the that. The wind farms, excuse me, not windmills. Yeah, because wind you can't farms. do anything with them. They're so giant that there's not, you can't throw them away. I mean, you can't even take them down. What are you going to do with them? They become obsolete in like 10 years. Do they not work after 10 years? Basically, no. You know? How are you going to service that thing? Well, I guess yeah, and so they just leave them. Up. They right. leave them, and they're just graveyards, and they go build new wind fields. And, and it's a whole joke, dude. It's like this whole idea of climate change. It's not real. The climate has always been changing. That's nothing new. Right. The earth was completely frozen. 10,000 years ago. Right. There was a flood. It right. flooded the entire earth. Right. Before that. Before there were and cars. And then it froze. <laughs> <laughs> All of this stuff. And then a meteor killed the dinosaurs. Or what was, I, yeah. This is a very volatile situation that we're in. And it always has been. So let's enjoy our lives. You know? Let's not press authoritarian control upon populace of people and allow ourselves to be you know ruled by an elite class of you know freaking political hacks who douchebags take political posts and embed themselves and ultimately do horrible things i mean this george soros and the world economic forum and this push toward authoritarianism and this idea that china is going to be the the great dominant nation soon and you see the intentional devaluation 
you see them pulling levers that they don't have to pull. This inflation thing is fucking bullshit, dude. They do not have to do what they're doing with rates. They do not. This is all a cause of policy. Policy is theoretical. There are other directions that you can go. This is the intentional decline. This is the intentional destruction. We are handing the keys to the communists. And in democratic states, they're enacting communist-style regulations, and they are oppressing their people. California is officially banning diesel, or they're trying to? Well, how? so that means they're not going to accept any supplies or goods being delivered by a diesel truck. So all companies and corporations that supply product to an area are going to have to use a electric or a non-diesel way of getting it in? Here's how it goes. Eight days ago, California bans the sale of new diesel trucks by 2036. Okay, so it's not done yet. A long way into the future. Not that long, 14 years. California regulators on Friday voted to ban the sale... Who? California regulators, lawmakers, politicians, the people who pass the laws at the state capitol. They're Democrat majority. So all these guys are voting together for all this. Of new diesel big rigs by 2036 and require all trucks to be zero emissions by 2042. A decision that puts the state at the forefront of mitigating national tailpipe pollution. This is where the narrative, this is what I'm talking about. Why do we give a fuck about emissions and tailpipe pollution? Why? Because of global warming, Kaylee. Because of global warming and the seals and the polar bears. And the ice caps and the... So now, what you're doing is you're taking away rights from us. When you want to talk about tailpipe pollution, how many people live in California? 30, 40 million? Right. How many people live in India? You think they're you think they're banning the sale of diesel trucks in India? You think they give a fuck about tailpipe pollution in China? Right. Where okay, so we just take China people? and India together. That's like three billion. And so California's a little fucking pissing in the wind. They're pissing in the wind. Why? Because they want to get pee all over the I, I mean, why? It's like a fucking little drop. Well, it's like ben. a little drop of fucking you when know, was the last time? It's a you... bucket in the ocean, dude. I love peeing in the wind. As the... long as it doesn't blow back. As long These as I guys, get no blowback. They get me all riled up. <laughs> they get me all they get me all excited. <laughs> Not excited for the future. Just excited. <laughs> no, it's just like it pisses me off because I'm why do we have to think about this stupid shit? Why do we have to spend our time arguing with you fucking assholes? about this stupid shit, why can't we just get to it? You get 30 million people in the state of California going in a more, less polluting direction. But it's not, though. Because for all the electric cars, you have to mine the batteries of the rare earth minerals that are required to build the bat... Cobalt. Dude, there is more pollution and destruction and damage in manufacturing electrical vehicles and producing electricity than there is burning coal and burning gasoline and burning oil. That's actually a pretty clean way 
to create energy versus the manufacturer of lithium ion batteries and, and cobalt mining. And I mean, you want to talk about human rights violations. Oh my God. Right. And the pollution. You tell me what we should do. Should we open up all the coal plants in the United States and start drilling our own oil since we sit on the largest reserve on the planet so that we're not dependent on any other country? Or should we ban fossil fuels, ban that entire industry, shut down all the coal mines, shut down all the and oil. just sit on it. Sit on it and then enrich China by allowing them to manufacture all of the electric vehicles on the planet. Making them a superpower beyond superpowers. Beyond superpowers. And not only that, the one thing you do with electric vehicles is you give control. People creating it. You, you give, yeah, you give control to the internet. They want to plug you in for your credit card. They want to plug you in for your social credit score. Sure. Miss your car bill. That The car ain't going to work. It's like your cell phone. They'll you turn get it, it off and turn it on with a switch. Right. I mean, it may even get to the point where you don't even be able to drive anyways point is that nothing can disable my car through wi-fi you know what i'm saying right Not like yet. there's no controlling mechanism but when you go all electric you are handing over your freedom yeah because even with um with tesla can't they open the car door for you i yeah, mean like, they can remotely. shut you down i mean they know everywhere you're going you're completely on the map it's just weird maybe i'm getting old you are. You know, may, you maybe just, I just you don't. You just stroked another year. Maybe I just don't like this whole idea of, I mean, if you think about the time when we freaking have lived, yeah, the post-COVID era is a fucking shit show. That was a fucking biological attack by a communist nation to force free governments to take communist measures upon free citizens to show those governments that they have more power than they think over their so-called sovereign citizens. And that's the problem with all the fucking pussies out there that listen to all the shit. And I know a lot of people were fooled, and that's fine. You know what I'm saying? A lot of those masks came off when those mask mandates dropped. The next day, man, motherfuckers were out there talking shit. Oh, put your mask on. Put your mask on. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Oh, do you have a mask? Do you have a mask? And then the next day, the motherfuckers is like they never wore a mask. Hey, you're wearing a mask. Freak! That shit, it showed a lot. It showed a lot. And a lot you didn't like. Hey, thanks for listening once again to the Manfuse podcast. Join the show by hitting us up at manfuse.com or 770-744-5227. A voicemail works. A text message works. However you want to do it. You can send a fucking carrier pigeon for all we care. Just reach out. And if you get a minute, check out our Manfuse gear at manfuse.com.